I am Manal Saviki and I'm the CEO of Transitional Forms. We're a dynamic media um, studio lab based in Toronto um, and bringing cultural relevance to artificial intelligence. Manal, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we are in 2022. Uh, there's been a lot of conversations about technology and new technology. And so my first question to you is uh, not too long ago, uh, Facebook is now calling themselves meta. There's this, all this talk about the metaverse. Um, and so I'm hoping it, this metaverse word and the world is not just Facebook, and but is more more like the world maybe we saw in, in books and movies such as Ready Player One. So the first question to you, Manal, is what is the metaverse? Um, so the answer to that isn't as simple as uh, people would like or hope for. Um, but I bring that level of complexity only because the metaverse is actually a commentary on how we as society are looking to or or reorganize ourselves in a digital world. Um, you know, just quickly with regard to Facebook and, and Meta and um, Ready Player One. I mean, I would hope the world doesn't look like Ready Player One because that was quite dystopian. And, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist. So um, what I would uh, gather saying is the metaverse is a space both predominantly virtual um, and existing and, and perpetual um, and existing in a state that allows our physical selves to play in digital and virtual worlds. Um, it's, it's a concept at this point in time. It's not a concretized uh, term and different people, like the noise you hear right now is just different um, companies and individuals and organizations trying to figure out how to play in this space, how to monetize within the space, how to conduct business within the space, and basically how to interact with each other in this space. Kareem, remember when you were in Web 2.0, right? Like I remember you were at the earliest stages. Of, I remember talking to you about Web 2.0 and I had asked you to define it and what does social media look like? Um, and, and why is social media important to Web 2.0? And so concepts like the metaverse, like the metaverse, are important to Web 3.0 for that very same reason. It is the experience layer. And so you can have very diverse and um, uh, experiences that you're limited by your physical embodiment in, in, in the physical world. You can unleash your imagination much, much further in, in the, the, the conceptual metaverse. The, it's not that the metaverse hasn't been defined. It has been defined, but there's no shared understanding of it because everybody's trying to corner a market competitive advantage and own that space and define it so that it becomes the predominant definition. And the technology that underlies it, like Web 3.0 um, and the infrastructure that underlies it is based on a philosophy of decentralization of that power. So it is in direct conflict, right? Um, the more people go into ownership, 
of the metaverse, the further away it goes from the ethos of what Web 3.0 is, where it is empowerment of the individual as opposed to the empowerment of uh, a single controlling entity. Um, it is about ownership of your your own data rather than a company controlling your data. So there's an ethos to Web 3.0 that underpins this um, uh, the, this concept of the metaverse. Uh, so so these are areas that we'll see a lot of evolution in them and a lot of conflict and a lot of tension uh, because the the reason why the metaverse was originally imagined to exist is is because Web 2.0 is is decaying. It's almost like the promise of the internet when it first came out in social media. It was like, if we connect with people from all over the world and we make friends you know, with, with people from all over the world, then we'll be a more uh, united or, or a more peaceful sort of society. It was, it was very interesting reading books like that back when uh, Twitter was new and Facebook was new and all of these things were just new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me. Very... Go ahead. Sorry. No, very much so. Sorry, I was yeah. just agreeing. <laughs> where so where Manal? Where does artificial intelligence and maybe some of the work that you are doing? Where does this feed into this whole discussion about openness and uh, and and privacy and and owning your own data? How, how does that all fit in? So artificial intelligence as a, a discipline itself is, is based on data. And what it is, 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 is patterns within data. Um, and it's, it's just, it's computing vast amounts of data that's generated. If you imagine being in uh, the world of Web 3.0 um, or the metaverse, right? Uh, underpinned by Web 3.0. Um, you won't have thousands upon thousands of programmers programming your experiences. Like you will want to be entering the metaverse to experience new, novel, hyper-personalized experiences that are perpetual and that you can avail of at any point in time that allow you to express yourself. Um, and, And that's all gauged by the emotions you're feeling at that point in time. And so, where artificial intelligence will play a role is in augmenting that experience, but helping you create those experiences for yourself within the metaverse. Um, So the work that my company is doing within that working hypothesis is really taking state-of-the-art artificial intelligence and merging it with the power of cultural entertainment to really drive home an understanding of how AI is being uh, developed. So not the mechanics of it and not the, um, the math behind it that seems to scare off so many people, but building, building a cultural and intuitive understanding of how that the, the, the computational intelligence based on our data patterns actually manifests itself within different experiences whether it be music, whether it be games, TV, film, we're creating um, platform um, content hybrids throughout these different verticals that will allow for this content layer within the metaverse to unfold. Can you give me an example of of maybe an experience and it could be an example that something that you're working on or or things that you've seen in the space Give me an example of, of the role that artificial intelligence would have played 
in someone's experience? Right. So one of the things, uh, one of our properties that we have um, function, uh, functioning live, uh, we live stream via Twitch, um, and it's known as Dinner Party. And um, what we've been doing is experimenting with um, a virtual beings within a shared space, a simulated environment, um, where dialogue is being generated in real time. Um, and being had in real time with these characters conditioned by narrative structures. So what that manifests as, as an experience when you're currently looking at it is the drama or the humor is folding out in real time for you. It's actually manipulating a whole animated show in real time that literally nobody knows how it's going to manifest. Um, and so when you're experiencing that content, you're experiencing it for the first time. You're seeing it for the first time just as the creator is seeing it for the first time. Um, because the AI is generating it in real time, in an interactive fashion. Um, and it's and it's hyper-personalized to the creator who's picking um, and conditioning these language models. Uh, they're artificially intelligent um, uh, dialogue generation. That's fascinating. I remember reading not too long ago about this, I think a Canadian-based company that took different inputs uh, and used, I believe it was artificial intelligence to create a new Kurt Cobain slash Nirvana song. Uh, it was uh, it was really, really interesting. Really, really interesting. Yeah, so that's generative music, right? And if you think about the different modules that my company is building. So what I've given you an example of is a dynamic television property. Like, can you imagine the television? What about television within the metaverse? What does that look like? You know, like where would advertisers be bold enough to jump into the metaverse and have AI say something about their product that literally nobody knows? Uh, so, or, or has seen, you want to have executives approving the ads. It's more about the strategies and the, the, the seeding of what those advertisements look like. Um, so it does change a whole bunch of business models, but it's not just dynamic TV. Uh, the example you gave is around dynamic music and we have a wonderful property with prototyping internally. Um, this dynamic film, we actually put out a dynamic film. That was our first flagship property that was released in Venice. Uh, 2020. And that's where you um, enter a virtual reality world with these creatures who are artificially intelligent themselves in a three-way authorship um, uh, engagement whereby, you know, the creative director has set the world and put these artificially intelligent characters in there. And you start manipulating that world as you enter this world with the, you know, in virtual reality or even on PC, it doesn't need to be VR. But you you manipulate the world and then the in, the agents themselves are intelligent and, and react differently to those stimuli that you present in the world. And so the story will keep unfolding differently every single time you, you enter this universe. So it's not the same film that everybody else is watching. Everybody has a very unique experience. Even you entering the world twice will have different experiences each time. And so that's the dynamic nature of what artificial intelligence can do is like this hyper-personalized movement of content and stories and narratives. This is fascinating. So my now final question for you. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, brand managers watching. 
uh, or listening, sorry, there are people in advertising, marketing that are fascinated about all of these things that you've talked about and have been fascinated for a while. What, what innovations can advertisers take advantage of here? Um, how can advertising and marketing participate? Is it too early? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on all of this? So is it too early? I don't think so. I think um, I think anybody thinking about this space should be thinking about it um, and what more strategically and what it means for um, advertising and brand managing in general. Um, because, you know, if I can just take you through uh, drivers within the different, you know, Web 1.0, Web 2.0 and Web 3.0, um, Web 1.0, where it was like search information out, like you had simple banner ads, right? Like you had uh, very static kind of advertisements. It's just like information search, here you go. Um, feed that ad out there. Um, when you had Web 2.0, it was around this influencer uh, kind of culture, which basically spoke to person-to-person -person communication and interaction and influence over a community. So Web 2.0 was about community, was about the community that individual influencers controlled. Um, and so you had interactive ads that replaced the simple banners, um, and you had influencers uh, who had a mask um, uh, communities that were then being marketed through. So that was your node in which to get your message out. And now with artificial intelligence, right, capable of personalizing these ads individually to the person who is viewing or interacting with it, right, it goes from the community down, right down to the individual. And there's this new way of, you have to bring your authentic self to, 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 to be telling stories. So it moves from like a, here's what I'm trying to push to how does this make you feel? And it's not, this is not something that's new to advertising. It's just a way to change how consumption and, and interaction within Web 3.0 is going to affect that. And it is more around um, how that information is searched out. It is allowing a degree of creative freedom to the artificial intelligence um, and, and working with, with companies and, and people who understand that movement, that part is still a burgeoning industry. And you know, I, I would like to think we're one of the first people there um, making a dent in it and you know, trying to create tools that would enable not just advertisers and, and, and brands to, to express themselves, but individuals and creators to express themselves as well. And so it's about how do we engage with individuals in that space? What does it mean for our brands to evolve? It's, you know, like a, um, I know Walmart came under a, a large deal of scrutiny because, you know, an ad they released four years ago, which is more conceptual about like, this is what it will be like to experience the metaverse. And this was like four years ago before Facebook became meta. So Facebook doesn't own this. And it came under a lot of scrutiny as of late. Like, this is what it will look like to go shopping at Walmart. And it was just virtual reality garbage where you're literally in the same aisles as you are physically um, and then picking up items and then scanning it and there you go, you have your bill at the end of the day. And the metaverse <laughs> or the, this, these virtual spaces aren't intended to replicate physical interactions. 
they're imaginative, right? It's it's it does require you to breathe new energy into the imaginate the, the collective imagination potential that these worlds now hold. So it's a huge opportunity. Um, and, but it will uh, require you to think about what it is that you're representing and how does it fit in to the minds of people roaming around. And quite honestly, it is through the art of storytelling because as humans, we tell each other stories to evoke emotion, to increase empathy. And at our company, you know, our vision is human machine empathy where we don't just see machines as as additive features doing our bidding, we see them understanding us better in, for the humans that we are so that they can create experiences that help us understand each other as humans within the metaverse. Manal, this has been such a fascinating discussion. Thank you so much for it. If people want to learn more uh, about this world and, and maybe the work that you're doing, where can people go? Well, um, you can definitely check our uh, website out, transforms.ai. Um, you can shout us on socials. Uh, it is transforms.ai, or you can just email me directly, Manal at um, transforms.ai, and we'd be happy to tell you what we're building if that's of interest to you. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years' experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.